Watching it backward, he ain't seen it before. What will he find out? Turns out shows are kind of boring backward, but that's okay. We're gonna keep doing this weird fucking podcast anyway. All right, we're recording, and there's a couple dogs just wandering around. <laughs> we All got right. Emerson here. And Bongo eating food. We're the polar opposite of dogs. Hey, is Emerson stealing Bongo's food? Okay. He's thinking about it though. Okay. She wants to. Yeah, we're recording at my house today. And uh, we watched season six, episode one. So one, The Red Woman. This is our uh, first premier, time premier we finale. See her? <laughs> I doubt it. It's the first time I get to see her do her special trick. <laughs> it's, uh, not, not, not true. You saw it in the. Um, that Dark Knight Battle of Winterfell episode. Was she, it just too dark to see that she turned yeah. into old lady? <laughs> no, she does it at the end where she turns into like old lady dust though, kinda. So you you kind you kinda see it. It's a te, it's it, it's a technicality. You see it on a technicality. Okay. So the last episode, <laughs> I was uh, <laughs> I, I'm eating a banana. A, yeah, it's like well, so you have because it's a makeshift setup. You have a mic in one hand that you're holding and a banana in the other <laughs> hand that you're holding. And you're I'm trying, like, you're raising both to your mouth. It's yeah. just, it's great. Uh, so the last episode I watched, a, I did the podcast alone and I talked a little bit about my expectations for either this episode or the previous one, the finale of season five. And it, I basically, everything I thought might happen in season five is definitely going to happen in season <laughs> five. I just thought it'd be kind of fun if John died in the first episode of season six. <laughs> But then yeah, I was like, yeah. yeah, but that wouldn't be that fun, actually, because then that means he comes back the second episode. Right. You got you to gotta give, gotta a give whole, it a, a whole year off season to, but once to I ruminate s- on that. Once this episode started, I was like, oh, man, like. It, it is interesting to, like, have a main character die and then, like, just make people wait. And then yeah. the first episode, they still make you wait. Right. You got to wait episode good. three. They, they, oh, they yeah. make you really like. Oh shit! Is he gonna come? That's back? right. Because the second, at the end of sec of the second episode, is when he kind of comes back. She has the words, and he like, does he open his eyes there, or does he open his he eyes? Does. In, okay, does it in three. <clears throat> um, which I kind of wish they would have made him keep his eyes closed, and then the f- beginning of season or episode three. I know. I that, think that that, that would have be been better. even better. And I was yeah. like, well, maybe he's not coming. Like, really give him a right. Give him the run around. So John in the beginning is dead and Devo's dead body lies moldering uh, in the snow. Let's see, stabbed in the night. So I'm guessing I'm guessing that there's like some sort of nighttime murder thing. So that's I mean, because he's he's just lying there. I thought for a second, like who did they just bring his body in and drop it? But then I figured he's <laughs> probably there. They're all probably there because they're the night watch or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm assuming they murdered John in, in the night and then everyone's just kind of waking up and finding him. Um, the red lady seems especially confused because she apparently has like, you know, high hopes of him being the chosen one and and sees him in the future in the the Battle of Winterfell with the, the flaming swords. Yeah. Um, yeah, this show brings up prophecy a couple times. Uh, this is This is one of them, like... 
but he's he was you were the chosen one, John. <laughs> so let's see. Um, it cuts to Ramsey, and there's a woman that's dead. And I wa- yeah. I was gonna try to put this together before we started the episode, but do I know who this is? No, no. mentioned in no, the previous. No, she's um. Yeah, she she doesn't come up again. But did she come up in conversation about Ramsey? I, I I don't believe so. Okay. They like they jump back off of her. Yeah, pretty quick. Well, I, I'm assuming it's because it's the nature of who Ramsey is. <laughs> like he just doesn't yeah. seem to have. He's much not a sentimental dude. Going on no. <laughs> for others, but yeah, he. So it shows this dead woman lying there, and then um, basically he just says. He says something about her being the dead kennel master's daughter. Yeah. Um, so I guess I have a little hint as to who she is, but I don't know if I know who the kennel master is. Uh, that's not that's not super important. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. I, I it's more important to like to to denote that like kennel master's daughter. It's like it's a commoner, not like a royal right. noble house person. But he liked her. Kind he of. did. He he did in his own psycho psycho way. There's a little bit of talk here where they talk about Stannis being killed. Like someone's talking to Ramsay. Like it seems like the yeah. hand of the king. So um, the person that's talking to him is Ruse. Okay. Um, who you see in the next episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember. Gets stabbed. Stabbed, stabbed. And he says yeah, he's him, you'll always, you'll always he's be my father. firstborn. Yeah. Yeah. So it's his father. Yeah, they're talking about how like Stannis is, is dead, but the fight's not over. And he gives him that ominous like... Well, you better find yourself another wife and make an heir because I got a wife that's also pregnant with maybe a boy. Yeah, so that's what I realized. So in this episode, I realized stuff about that, which is that the reason he had her killed and the baby is because it's the heir and he doesn't want to. He wants the throne. Oh, yeah. It's this is he's he's playing his own little Game of Thrones for the North. Right. Okay. Yeah. Which. So that was funny. That was like a mystery in one episode solved in the next. Yeah. Because she seems so. She seems so nice. Yeah. Um. I can't remember <laughs> Bruce's wife's name. Uh, but her name is Lady Walda. Lady Walda. Because that's what they call her in this yeah, episode. She was so. She was so sweet. And then. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh. So then it cuts over to Theon and Sansa doing their thing. Um. San- Theon is uh, helping Sansa run from folks on dog uh, with dogs. Yeah. Uh, I with- want it like yeah. So they like they're fleeing from hounds and they run through a river, which used to be like I feel like a very popular trope in like movies and and shit. And maybe I'm just not watching enough like Prison Break movies anymore. But it used to be there's always someone running through a river to to throw off the scent of hounds and you just never. It doesn't work. That's a yeah. I think it's like that. That's a bygone, a a, a bygone era type of thing. Maybe nobody this is putting that to rest. Yeah, <laughs> it does not work. This is the last. Yeah. Um, not only is it's 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 an overused trope, and it doesn't work, guys. <laughs> Bear, Bear Grylls giving himself hypothermia is it's a bad idea. I'm trying to see. Let's see, <laughs> Ramsey. So I figure out that I knew Theon was castrated through previous mm-hmm. conversations or future conversations, but um, I didn't realize it was Ramsey, I don't think. So I get uh, that here. Yeah. Yeah, so Ramsey, Ramsey is the one that does the castrating to Theon, or at least orders yeah, he's a, it. He's a real fun dude. Um, probably via dog is my guess. Um, let's see. So, yeah, Brienne swoops in and saves the day, 
and she has another guy with her and i recognize him because he's later sort of mm-hmm. uh i think he's later like ordering troops around or something he's like a general later uh you, I, I, he gets promoted up later but he's um at, at this point like very much still uh brianne's yeah. s- squire so i'm seeing the beginning of brianne's whole like re like basically the beginning of her uh final arc to the end mm-hmm. here um and so it started making me think about the end and how sort of how she goes um and i'm wait does she die no, no, she doesn't. No, she but, definitely but doesn't. The whole like, the whole Jamie stuff, like all all of that. Yeah, and so it's making me see some things here. Like basically, I, I'm seeing Brienne's beginning of her arc. So then I'm also just wondering where that means. Like her other arc had to have ended recently. Yeah, and it's like I yeah. think it ends You're- with her fleeing Winterfell or fleeing. Like she said at some point that she had to leave Winterfell. And Sansa was like, yeah, I understand. It's like episodes in the future. Yeah. Um, and she's like, you know, you know, like we all had to make choices in this moment. I'm assuming it is. It's funny because I'm thinking of um, I keep I keep thinking about this that Rick and Morty episode that I'm pretty <laughs> sure mirrors the Red Wedding or does some like there's like a wedding thing that happens in Rick and Morty. And oh, they um, and they use it as this moment to like basically change the path of every character in the show like like it's just sort of like all right everyone's on their own and like for a while there the show does that where it's just like people are kind of on their own figuring their own new paths out yeah that's a very yeah that's a similar way to set that up yeah yeah no i I had not thought (laughs) it's like i don't know anything about the red wedding but i'm assuming (laughs) that's what happened because i'm seeing like i'm seeing everything i'm seeing sort of those paths diverge Mm -hmm. come back together so i haven't seen them diverge or come you know i've seen them come back but i don't know what of from i guess you don't you like you know they broke but you don't know how they broke or where they were before right and so i know that i I love that you're putting this gate like game of thrones in a rick and morty context (laughs) i think that's really funny because it had to have been doing some sort of parodying or at least like mirroring of some sort but i also don't know exactly what happens in the red wedding so i could be off on that but like at least the diverging Mm mm-hmm um because they use it i mean rick and morty uses that for a while too like it actually mm-hmm. does kind of affect the rest of the plot for like another couple it's like, episodes it's like, or so I, yeah a few if not half the season i don't i've yeah. not watched uh old rick and morty in a while I, the new ones are out i know i haven't started those. yet i like i didn't even, i didn't know that until i was um at a cousin's this weekend and they're like oh have you seen the new rick and morty yet i'm like that's no. that's on he goes, yeah, it's two episodes in, so we just watched those. Are they? I've heard they were pretty good. They are. Yeah, they are. Good. They are. They're good. they're solid, good. solid TV. All right, ship. Oh, so a ship from Dorne comes to Circe, and I wrote, Jamie comes back. So this is another one where it's like Jamie. I'm seeing the beginning of Jamie's final arc, and. I'm wondering why was Jamie and Dorn, and she says, Cersei says, Myrcella, or Myrcella, Mycella, Mycella. She she seems to think that maybe Mycella is on the boat. Yo yo, she yeah, she definitely she definitely does. But she doesn't already know that her daughter's dead. No, you are watching her find out. Like that's what? why. Well, because you like she walks down. She's very she's very happily walking down to the 
to, to the landing and then you watch her face fall as she doesn't see her daughter standing on the bow. You see a golden shrouded yeah, figure like laying on this boat. Oh, like she that's the <clears throat> casket or that's like, the, yeah, that's their uh, I didn't whatever get, you carry bodies on. It's that thing. I didn't get vibes from Circe that she just found out. It seemed like she was it was it's, it's the all way it played out in, in my mind. Like the way I the backward viewing it played out as her being maybe in maybe there was something that happened where she could potentially be alive, but for the most part, it's pretty obvious she's gonna be dead. Like it's like sort of false hope mm. and maybe wishful thinking that, and but yet she already had news that it was her. So it was almost like one of those like in my mind, I it looked like. She actually knew that her daughter was already dead by someone telling her already. And then for some reason, a, a boat coming from Dorne made her like feel as if her daughter was coming like she normally would be, but she's dead or something. And then because their conversation at that point kind of feels like she already is. I don't know. Well, they get into um, sort, sort of her. Well, because she's like saying, yes, I did already know there's a there's a reference to to a witch and what a witch told her years ago about all of her children dying. So it's it, it's not that that she like knew already because like that's that's not what that's like the scene of her like walking out and standing there is supposed to tell you or should tell you is that she's very quickly made not peace but like very quickly like made revenge plans about her because like peace mm. isn't what she does it's like all right well i knew this was gonna happen now i gotta go kill people that did it that makes sense it's <clears throat> it's definitely the first time i've seen crc talk about as if she could have been good at some point. Like yeah. after this point, she's basically oh she pure pure like two D evil. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she goes she yeah she goes full 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 heel. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she talks about like how her how her daughter was good and yeah sweet and all of that. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Her like I mean for the most for the most part. Um. And you've not met one of her children yet, but the 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 two that you have seen like they're they're for the most part decent people. Yeah. Good people that are. Uh, in really shitty situations. Hmm. But yeah, um, I want to go back to, back to what the witch, what the witch told her. Yeah. It, it's, it's the, the prophecy she says there is it's, um, you'll have three children. Gold will be their crowns and gold will be their shrouds. Yeah. Um, I think crowns meaning like their hair will be golden because mm. you know, you'll have them with your brother and, um, and like they'll, they'll be gold shrouds. Cause that's, I guess the Lannister color you put on people when they die. Okay. <clears throat> so like that's been told to her and I don't, like, it's not clear she believes it up until the second one. Yeah. I think this is where she might. Yeah. Might, she might bring be, some other stuff up too. Yeah. But it also goes into like this idea, um, in this show. And I don't know if you've, how much you've thought about like whether or not prophecy matters or is real. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think about that with the red lady because it's sort of what she's com conflicted with all the time. Yeah. Like she's, she apparently in the future, she will have given the wrong prediction that she, I mean, she has the prophecy that the, the, well, I mean, but I guess that's not necessarily prophecy, but it's like message from the gods or something. Yeah. That's, yeah, prophecy. Yeah. So she has prophecy that sh the king should kill her daughter to, to protect or to, to win the war or whatever. Um, which I actually do know through backward spoilers of the season, 
Like I, they've, I think they've mentioned all of that, mm-hmm. but it happens to be the episode that I've already seen before. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, no, it's definitely, it's, it's, it's talked about. So, so yeah. I'm just, I guess, yeah. I mean, I don't think about, I mean, they, they bring up what other moments of prophecy are there other than the red lady? There's the, um, there's a prophecy of the whole end, uh, end of the world. Yeah, there's the, the, the Dark Knight, uh, Zora High, like the, the prince that was promised. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Cersei's pro- prophecy here. I'm trying to recall if there's any that you've also had experience with. Um, yeah. Um, the show, but... Yeah, I mean, I so I guess I've just... It seems as if the prophecy is true, because the red woman is right almost all the time but she also could have made that herself um i mean i guess you could argue especially since she brings john back it could Mm -hmm. just be that because she believes so she could will herself into being able to bring him back even though she's Mm -hmm. never done that before Mm -hmm. like you give it a try yeah yeah just, just think about whether prophecies then like as as you as we go backwards yeah uh whether keeping like whether you think like the prophecies themselves hold value or whether they're sort of self-fulfilling um okay. especially yeah as you watch sort of like micella okay. here whether or not that she was prep like prophesied to die or whether that came true for other reasons right okay <clears throat> i'll keep thinking about that um there's just a quick scene where marge is being tortured into confession type of thing yeah um and that's a very scary nun lady yeah there's really not much to it other than she's just sort of like uh, as queen it just shows how much power the church has over the state yeah (laughs) in this situation it's like uh as queen she can't demand to see her um brother or husband or anything yeah hard to have a lot of power in a jail cell yeah um and so cuts over to Dorn. Um, so yeah, at first I was like, what is Dorn? And then I started to finally put it together that that's where um, this all stuff, this stuff is so confusing. Um, the, yeah, you, so, the, yeah, so I know, so these, these women kill the king and those women are the ones that Circe has killed. Yeah. And so I'm assuming those women are the ones that killed, I know this, that Circe, those are the ones that killed Mycela. Yeah. It's just interesting. I wonder. I still don't know why, because the they seem to be revolting against the king and like the old ways of this city of of men just having free reign to do whatever they want without any challenge. That's like the vibe I get. They yeah they they give you a hint when they um when she talks about what that he didn't do anything while these two people were murdered. Yeah. Um. That's sort of a their 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 big grievance. Um, they, you know, they, they sort of spell it out to you that, um, Elia Martel was raped and murdered and Oberon was slaughtered and that he did this, this, um, Prince Doran is the one that gets knifed in the front there. Okay. Um, I can't remember what his big muscle guy's name that gets knifed in the back, but they, they spell out their grievance there. Like yeah. this is, this is why we're doing it. We're unhappy that you didn't do anything when these two events happened. So that's some, some stuff to look forward to or those. Yeah, those events. That's going to be an interesting whole plot arc. Um, yeah, and then his son gets boat murdered on that boat. That's right. Yeah, he gets stabbed in the face. Um, 
It cuts over to um, Varys and uh, Tyrion, and they're they're talking. I'm confused because the first, the last episode that I watched, I started to think that maybe Valerian is like some ancient um, people that died, like the culture is gone, uh-huh. and that they're and they're they're the ones that built all the Valerian steel swords, and and they had this dead language and and this dead language is used for magic now so like like because it isn't that what the red woman uses to do spells is also valerian Ooh, i think I so i think so because i, I, I watch with subtitles valerian. and it usually says like speaking valerian. valerian yeah and so i guess i'm just confused as to who the valerian are because they are around in marine because there was someone just speaking in valerian that's just like a, a beggar and then they mention Valerian people or something. I yeah. think. So I'm just I'm confused as to why maybe they just have been suppressed and and maybe enslaved or something, and now their old ways are kind of crushed by being mastered over or something. It's probably a good bet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hold hold on to that. You you'll You'll learn more as we uh, as we jump back to season five. Okay. So yeah, just keep just keep thinking on that. I, I like I like the way you're going. So okay. yeah, think I, about it. I do see the end uh, or the beginning of the whole Sons of the Harpy burned the ships, <clears throat> and that's kind of what the whole season is for Tyrion and Varys is just like trying to figure out who burned the ships and and then who to who to go to go to and attack yeah and, i i mean they, they talk about having problems with sons of the harpy yeah before and this is their this is their big final terrorist act so it all seems that plot more. line is it is it really boring <laughs> which one the whole i don't know just like everything <laughs> to do with varus and Tyrion and gray worm and and misande and like the whole like it's just very much like they're just dealing with like politics at this yeah. place that they so, overthrew. Yeah. So like generally, and this this is what's weird because as as we go backwards, dealing with politics with Varys and Tyrion is is supposed to be fun, like an interesting game. Um, watching them sort of work on the Game of Thrones. Uh, but yeah, once they uh, once they get to get to Marine, it be it, it's it's less interesting. They. They run out of book material for the characters and <laughs> right. like the writers don't know how to write this it, complex it become, yeah, they, don't, they don't know how to write complex intrigue characters for, right. for whatever reason. So you get them walking around talking about things that just like giving exposition to the viewer and making dick jokes. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's, ah, you're a eunuch. Every yeah, time it gets again. to them in Marine, the show just comes to a halt in my mind. Yeah, like, no, I'm just really, like, yeah, all right, here's this. It poses thing. a pacing problem. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it feels it's like really, very much of an aside plot. Like when I'm the way I'm viewing it, especially not knowing where they came from to get yeah. here. It's just like, geez, what is this all yeah. about? <laughs> like, and, um, I, and, and I know it, it literally feels like, we have to figure out a way to get Daenerys into um, Westeros with like an army. Yeah. And it's just like, all right, well let's spend a whole season with her. Just like, I will (laughs) with her just like building drug around. Yeah. Um, I I will say this isn't all um, D and D's fault. Um, In, in the books, um, George Martin has a, a real problem getting everyone into Marine at the right time to make all of the 
the plot happen. Yeah. Um, so, so getting all of these characters here, he, he's wrote like a whole couple books of brand new characters that don't make it to the show because, Oh my God, that would be terrible. <laughs> like I can't, I can't imagine you watching this backwards with, um, with, with the whole, that. the whole, cause there, there's, there's a, there's a set of three books and I think another set of two and, and with those two books full of extra characters and extra plot and new names to learn. And I, it would be so miserable for you to like Ugh. try to figure out, to figure out these characters. And it's so, like not even names I've really heard. Or- right. Or yeah. Um, people just like helping this, this Marine thing happen. So this isn't entirely on, on D and D the writers though. Oh, a lot. Let's, let's, let's call it 80, 80, 20, maybe 70, 30. If I'm being generous, their fault. Um, but yeah, it's, they, they just, they don't, they've, they've forgotten how to write intelligent characters. It's yeah. Well, it's all, it's all over soon. Cause there'll be, I think this plot's just starting luckily. Um, yeah, you'll, it'll be more just like overthrowing and crap. I think from here for me is what I'm guessing. I mean, they gotta, they gotta do it at some point. Yeah. So. Um, so cuts over to Dario and Jora looking for Daenerys. Yeah, playing detective. And, they're, uh, they're doing their Arkham Knight thing. Hor- uh, they, yeah, they find the whole... Ho- they, they turn on their detective mode and they find the <laughs> horde circled Daenerys and kidnapped her. And then... Um, yeah, I'm wondering how how Daenerys gets to speak Dothraki. Oh, no, she does because she was she is Dothraki. Or she is... A, she was the wife of a Dothraki. wife of the wife of the call the, Kal. Kal, the yeah. and then the call must be must have a huge influence on who that called Drogo. Yeah, seems to be a pretty big deal because these guys go from being like totally nasty pigs to like being like oh you Having a lot of I'll give you everything yeah. So I'm just like, but then later it doesn't affect it because she like later she's give, getting the same types of threats, but maybe it's because they still don't know exactly who those people those new people in that tent don't know about her oh is this the is this the women the women giving yeah. her threats or the other men giving her threats the women and the other men but i guess that's because they're sort of like i don't care i think that- the, the way i take it is like the women are giving her threats because she's being very uppity yeah like they're like no this is you think you can go off and rule cities and still right. be a leader and we all thought that too at one point but no you got to stay here and be a be a widow in our old widow's home. Right. And then the, the men in the next one are like just repulsed that she would even <clears throat> like hint at being stronger than them or needing to rule instead of their place. They're like, no, they wait, listen, this ain't how this works. This is a patriarchal thing. Right. We ride the horses. You don't do that type of shit. So yeah. she's really, really pushing their buttons. Okay. That makes sense. So, so Cal Drogo is for sure like a big deal and, and you will meet, or at him. least a cal cows in general, or calls. Uh, yeah, uh, calls in general. They're like, um, it's like cons basically. They're okay. just, they're, they're yeah. these are Mongol Hunnic steep people. Right, calls are cons. They have a they have influence. They're the they're the leaders of the of the bands. I get it. I get it. So, um, yeah, and you'll and you'll you'll come to meet meet Mister Drogo. Mr. Drogo. Mr. Drogo. Okay, so it cuts back to Arya, and this is pretty close to the beginning of her little 
blind arc, I think, and she's she's sitting blind on the street, and I think this must be the first time she's ever been interacted with by this like Terminator girl, <laughs> and she just like starts she just starts like slapping the crap out of yeah, her. Yeah, like apparently it's fine in Bravo to so just beat the shit out yeah. of homeless people. All the other on the ones street. are just sitting there like and they're mm. like, yeah, this is normal. Happens there. It happens a few times a week. It, it, I just couldn't stop thinking that it must be the most frustrating thing to deal with, just being blind, like newly blind, and then someone just throwing you a stick and then just unfairly beating, beating you. the hell out of you, yeah. That's, it can't be, and then being like, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. We're doing this again. <laughs> right, right. That, that part is like, oh, great. I'll I have keep something beating to you until you learn. To. <laughs> something to hold on, hold on for. Um... And you, so you've, I was going to ask you this question, but it's already, you've already seen it because it's backwards. You'd like understand why she's making her yeah. fight blind. Yeah. Cause she has to prove herself. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't know why she's gone. Although I do believe it's just because she wants to become powerful enough to beat um, all of her enemies on the kill list. So I think that's probably as simple as it is. Yeah. Um, and she does make a huge transformation because when she comes back, everyone's like, whoa, what's going on? Murder machine. She's a little Terminator herself. So uh, the last scene is Davos and, comp- Davos and company are waiting for the wildlings to save them from Castle Black, which is where I left. I mean, basically the exact position that I expected them to be in in this mm-hmm. episode. Really not much other than like that guy's going to go get the wildlings, which I see how, how, the, how that turns out. And then the... But the big surprise is that the red woman is like having some crisis because she's like dealing with all of these ideas that maybe all of her, you know, like what you were saying, maybe all of her um, prophecy are just not real. And this is just not looking good for her. She's like, Mm -hmm. oh, man, my whole existence is kind of turned upside down right now but she's like but it's got to be kind of real because when i take off this necklace (laughs) i turn into an old woman (laughs) so like there's got to be something real about these prophecy like i don't know it's like you're like the magic is real am i just using it wrong (laughs) what am i doing what am i doing that or i'm just cursed i don't yeah Yeah, that was a shot i was i just like my mouth was just like wide open. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. This is like some horror film. <laughs> I was like waiting for her to twitch up the wall. Or right. Something. Like, like her like jaw to like unhinged. Really and- cool witch thing. Like, yeah, she just is a really cool witch vibe. And, and then she just goes to bed. Yeah. Like, oh, I was hoping for more, more, Ooh, more crazy no, stuff. Just, okay. Lie down. She just got to take it off. You when know, she's sleeping, witches I guess. have to sleep. No, well, you don't want it like poking you in the neck. Like the thing doesn't look like it's comfortable to sleep in. Right. I cope with some bruising. I'm just interested in the in the future of watching the rest of the show is if she's ever seen this way from others. I bet it happens. They got to use it for at least one moment to be like, ah, she is a witch. <laughs> it's like as like a, as somebody's jump scare. Yeah. Um, but uh, I do I do have a question. Why do you okay. think she becomes old when she takes the necklace off? I'm guessing she is very, 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 very old, and that sh- her necklace does the opposite. Her ne- her necklace keep put makes her young. her young. Yeah, like sh- it's like a Beauty and the Beast ro- rose oh, like a, type of thing. Yeah, rose or, type of thing. It's like she, yeah, like maybe she made the necklace, or maybe it is a curse. Maybe it is a curse. I don't know. Maybe it's a curse that if she Ooh. ever takes it off. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. She, anyway, she, the pizza's here, and we got to go. I hate to wrap it up like that, but 
It's just how it is. Pizza's here. My mom's coming. Thanks for joining us on our abbreviated <laughs> podcast, abbreviated Christmas podcast. All right. I hope you did okay without him here. We All love right. you, Chris. All right, bye. Mm-hmm. Bye. 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 Well, here's a little folk song about Short and Dragon. Kurt's watching it backward. He ain't seen it before. What will he find out? Turns out shows are kind of boring backward, but that's okay. We're gonna keep doing this weird fucking podcast anyway.